Ladies and gentlemen, I am the microphone messiah, Philip Antoine. I am joined by Brian Tronic, a former Bullet Cast champion, and Brandon Tanguma, another former Bullet Cast champion. Hey, yo. How's it going, gentlemen? Philip, it's going great. Um, March Madness is upon us. I might be gambling at this very moment. So if I seem distracted, if I yell curse words on accident, uh, that might be why. Shout out, shout out Longwood. None, none of that's happening. Mr. Tronic, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. All right. Uh, very, very sad news took place on, uh, on Monday. Uh, early, early in the morning, Kevin Nash announced that Scott Hall would be taken off of life support. And, you know, the RIP started rolling in. Technically, he was still breathing. He, he was alive for about like four and a half or five hours uh, once he was off life support, but then then he pa- then he passed away. Uh, yeah, we we lost the bad guy. Um, this one hurt, man. This this one hurt. Razor Ramon Scott Hall is probably the one wrestler that I have impersonated more than anyone. I can't tell you how many buildings I have walked in and out of doing the surfer walk of Scott Hall. I posted the video from my Chabot days of me, you know, doing the doing the most famous line and throwing a toothpick at the camera. And yeah, man, it it uh I'm looking at my giant razor poster in my room right now. It's just uh it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy that the bad guy's gone because he he's from like an era where like all his buddies were still around. You know what I mean? Because like you go to certain meet and greets and there's always like a couple missing from like a certain era because they're no longer with us. Scott's the first one to go from from his specific era. So, I mean, Tronic, you were growing up with it, man. What what are your thoughts on the loss of Razor Ramon? It's crazy. I mean, you said it just now, like, you know, his whole circle of people are still here. You know what I mean? So and he was super young, you know, 63. I mean, there's people currently still doing it in the ring at his age. You know what I mean? I mean, Sting being one of them, someone who was also not really in his circle, but comes from that era. So, you know, it was ran- it was so random, so out of nowhere. And, you know, Scott was someone who ma- made an impact on me personally. I was a huge WCW fan back in the day. So um, seeing him come from WWF and coming over and, jumping ship and you know starting the whole uh hostile takeover thing uh, I, I i can watch all of that back still to this day and not get tired of it and um it's just crazy man it's crazy it is uh brandon you, you had the opportunity to meet scott right with the nwo yes i did i mean me and you both we went to starcast in uh, las vegas i was able to meet him you know obviously it was like a group setting i didn't like have any like conversations or anything with them but i mean the life and career of scott hall it's like a very interesting one because you know he's one of those guys he was never world champion he was never like the guy he was always you know kind of upper mid card he wasn't the greatest wrestler in the world but he just always had it he had that like you know cool swag factor and i mean he just even though he wasn't like the top guy anywhere he went he was he's so influential to everywhere he went. I mean, Razor Ramon, that ladder match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10, you know, the first quote, quote unquote, first ladder match, Bret Hart would, uh, you know, differ from that, but, uh, you know, fantastic match. He goes over to WCW. And if that never happened, 
who knows what the world of wrestling would have looked like. No Stone Cold, no Attitude Era. Um, he also had a, you talked about Sting, who's still wrestling today. He was very influential. And maybe the reason why we have like the Crow Sting, because he saw the Crow movie. He was, you know, said, oh, you know, that, that'd be a good look for you, Sting, you know. And here we are. So and obviously, you know, the uh, personal stuff and all that other stuff of, you know, in like the 2000s and everything like that. But Scott Hall, um, influential and just one of one of the all time greats, even though he wasn't never you know, world champion. We can honestly say Scott Hall is the greatest wrestler to never win the world title. People throw Perfect's name out there. They throw Piper, which is all, you know, all very credible credible uh, acts but I, I think we can honestly say it's scott hall because i mean if you look at it man like watch that wcw run like he lost a lot but it, it, it never affected him because he could come out there say hey yo it's survey time and then the crowd they're just they're eating into the palm of his hand and like i like he did that for months right tron that oh, same yeah. promo every single time and it was just yep. great it was awesome. I mean, I was I was watching a lot of the you know the OG vignettes from '92 and just they they took it from Scarface and it just it made Scarface probably an even more popular movie. Hell, there are people that think that uh, Scarface ripped off a Razor Ramon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. I'm looking on Twitter and stuff, and there are people who actually still think he's Latino to this day. <laughs> you want to know what else is crazy? Is that he started off doing that stuff. And at first it was a little like you can tell it was it wasn't natural, but then it just became natural to him. Like it was I mean, that's how he talked like he, it was almost like he's been talking like that his whole life, which, you know, you can argue and say he kind of was. <laughs> yeah, you know, he would sprinkle razor in, in, in WCW every now and again, yeah. with the yeah. outsiders and stuff like that. But I want to share my story with razor when I went to Starcast. I did the single meet and greet. I, I posted, you know, the tribute and the photo. Um, Which it was is amazing, cool. by the way. Thank you, man. It's just it, this, this crazy. This one really hurt, man. Like I, I was more nervous to meet Scott Hall than I was to meet Shawn Michaels, and I was, or not nervous. I guess I was more amped to meet Scott Hall than I was Shawn Michaels. And Shawn's my guy. You know what I'm saying? And you know, just I got to tell him, you know, how much he meant to me and in my stuff. And I got to tell him my little cousin, like. She, he's her favorite wrestler. And she's like eight years old. And he was like, excuse my language. He's like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that was, that was dope. That was awesome. And then when we're standing on the ladder, you know, the side I'm standing on, it's starting to go. Cause there, there were some big boys up on that ladder. <laughs> there were some big boys up on that ladder. And you know, the, the, uh, the rungs are starting to turn and they're starting to go. And I'm like, Oh my God, Scott's like, I'm not standing over there, bro. Better you than me. I'm just playing. I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. Scott all Scott all talking shit to me. This is awesome. And then uh, because Brandon and I, we went to the karaoke thing, the uh, mm. Bill Apter karaoke thing. And then I leave that and uh, I met, I had met up with some dudes and we're standing outside of Ron Funches, get high and watch wrestling. And Scott, he's the only person walking down the, the hallway to us. And he, you could you could see like he was, he had a, he, he had to kind of hobble around a little bit, you know, all the, all the years on the road and everything in his personal life and stuff like that. But he was what he walked up to us. He's like, what's going on, fellas? Too sweet at us. And then he went into the room, got a huge ass pop. And I'm like, damn, that's awesome, man. To see, to see just the admiration for the bad guy. It was, it was, it was super cool, man. This I'm, I'm thankful I got to meet him. Thankful I got to say how much he meant to me and, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, man. 
get a That's get a, get a toothpick, everybody. Throw it at somebody's face for the bad guy. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've done that to people in real life. I'm just shut up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do Do we have a favorite Razor match we want to talk about? Match or moment? I'd say my favorite uh, moment was, and I I just said this recently on my uh, Twitter. My favorite moment was when he, him and him and Nash had that interaction with Eric Bischoff at Great American Bash '96, and <laughs> he he's like. Who who's your who are they, man? Who are they? And then Bischoff's like, I can't tell you. I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow night on Nitro. He's like, you can't tell us. And then bam, you can't jerk us around. Bam hits hits Eric Bischoff right in the gut, and uh, Nash hit him with the jackknife through the through the stage. That was pretty awesome. It scared me. It scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I remember it so much because at that moment I was like, yo, they're really taking over. <laughs> Brandon, what about what about you? Well, it's kind of the, the basic answer, but uh, you know, back in the the network days, back in the good old days, I kind of went through the uh, end of the Nitro uh, run, kind of starting with the NWO and Scott Hall's invasion. So, I would probably have to say that's my favorite. You know, him just jumping the barricade, just a random match between like two mid card guys, and it's just on the screen, and then just you see Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Well, I guess at the time, Razor Ramon just walked through the ring, or you know, walk through the crowd, and he jumps the guardrail, does the whole promo. You know, you know who I am. You don't know why I'm here. And that just, you know, sets in line uh, the NWO and then the run for WCW, which then retaliates for w- for WWF, for the edge there and just all that stuff. That means like, you know, me and Philip, you know, we don't watch. We weren't around. We didn't watch the edge during that time. But still, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon has like an impact into our wrestling fandom. Two impactful runs. Two impactful yes. runs. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously the ladder match with Sean at ten. The 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 one they had in uh in ninety five at SummerSlam. That's that doesn't get talked about enough. And you know the the work he did with Brett in ninety three, the the King of the Ring, and when he wrestled him for the title. And then like there's a Coliseum video from like a house show somewhere. It's like ninety two. The first match is like Undertaker and Scott Hall. You know, just just a just a lot of like underrated stuff. And one of my favorite Scott Hall moments. Right, I posted on the Bulletcast. Him walking out to the Fuji's ready or not at ECW. I'm like, Scott Hall was down, bro. I, I got oh. to see, I got to see him and Nash do that at the Cow Palace as a kid years ago. So, somebody hit me up and told me about that. How, how was that, bro? It was amazing. Like I was kind of confused because it wasn't the NWO music. And you know, back then I'm I'm young. I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. I got my Hollywood bandana on, my 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 foam spray painted WCW title belt. <laughs> you know, but to uh, to like to see it now and how impactful that was and still is, it's just it's crazy, you know, knowing that I was I was there for one of those. Man, one of the, I'm telling you, that is like the most underrated awesome entrance of all time. Just him strolling out to ready or not. I'm like. This guy's really walking out to Lauren Hill. This is dope. <laughs> Nash Nash yesterday posted a video of him and him and Scott Hall coming out to it uh, in Japan. Oh, they yeah yeah they used to do that in Japan too. Oh, like, and and Hall is just strutting like nodding his head like just going crazy to the music. I was yeah. like, wow, man, what a time! It is. If I ever get an entrance as a commentator, I'm I'm I'm, I'm breaking out the ready or not. 
I'm, I'm, I'll do it, bro. I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll do the walk real quick. Yo, I can see it. <laughs> Anything for the bad guy, man. Like I said on Twitter, man, uh, Scott's going to be sprinkled throughout this episode. You're going to hear sound bites. You're, you're going to hear, you know, I'll clean the table for you, man. You're gonna, <laughs> which I said that to my grandma once, and she, she was not happy. <laughs> she was like, "You clean the table, man. I'll clean the table for you, man." This is great stuff. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Thank you for the memories. Razor Ramon, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Moving on. Um, we're on what a maneuver. The deal got done. This is going to be our, uh, our our new home for merchandise. Yeah, so um, all all our crazy little uh, little logos and, and artwork and stuff that in Brightest Day X, shout out, shout out to Weapon X. All that stuff is going to be... Uh, is gonna be gonna be there. So how do we how do we feel, boys? You can actually get the the, the bullet bloodline shirt now. Uh, I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, as you should. I'm a cop. Yes, I'm a cop. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Maybe we'll get a. You know what I'm saying? You guys are in law enforcement. Bullet Cash Universal Heavyweight Champion Brian wow. BT shirt. No BT in the BC. You know what I'm saying? The joke was corny. That's why I didn't sell it. That's the point, Philip. Uh, I'm the king of corny over here. I can't wait to kick out of your finish, bro. <laughs> I don't even get a finish. That's how much of a jobber I am. Oh, God. <laughs> even Brooklyn Brawler had a finish. Hell, even even Berlin had a finish. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And then something else also happened. Um, the executive vice president of talent relations for this for this fine fine uh organization that that we are had to upload a video because brian tronic has been wilding for months and months and months on end look man that man was he he was gonna go on vacation he had to do that in the outskirts of milpitas he sent it to me i'm like all right bro i'll upload it you know it's, it's whatever he had to he had to get one of the guys one of our cameramen carl and carl you know he has asthma so that's that was that was <laughs> That was the heavy breathing that, that you hear in the video. Um, Brandon, what are your thoughts on our EVP having having to do this? Well, you know, Brian, he, he's quote unquote new to the podcast. Um, he's been making his name known around here. And, you know, sometimes the board of directors, you know, the higher ups, sometimes they just got to, you know, lay the hammer down and, and show them who's boss. But uh, WrestleMania it's coming. The, the, the true champion will be crowned. And we all know it doesn't matter about night one. It's all about night two because your boy cashing in. Mr. Seth Rollins, Mr. Money in the Bank, not Otis. I'm winning. I'm walking out. So it don't even matter. Who's a champion? Who? What videos he put out? It don't matter. Okay. Okay. Um, you guys didn't even know we had an executive vice president, did you? Did you? Yeah. One of, one of our higher power. One of our offices is in Milpitas. And how, as come he, I, how come I've never been? I've, I'm a day one, day two guy, and I have not had a tour of this establishment. Well, you this s- office. I mean, we're we're moving locations. We're, we're trying to find the lease is too high out there. <laughs> we're trying to find somewhere else. But uh, I mean, do you want to do you want to meet the EVP? I would like to meet the EVP. <laughs> what do you got? What are y'all doing Saturday night? We're hanging out. I'm hanging. Can I be out the right? chief Brandon officer? I made that joke when <laughs> dude. I made that joke when Brandy was seen. What's CBO of a what you call it of AEW? Wow, you're like three years too late. 
don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but Brian Tronic, what are your what are your thoughts on this? You see what you had to do? The the water maneuver deal almost didn't get done. When I was in Bakersfield, I had a meeting with these guys at a steakhouse. I had to pay $52 for a steak. Just so, so we can sit down and chop it up. It was a delicious steak, so, by the way. So I saw the video and um as many I, did. I didn't appreciate it. I mean, I think that uh, if anyone's been watching and listening and understanding what's been going on here uh, at the Bullcast, uh, I am the true champ. I am the ratings grabber. I am the ratings not. maker, the show maker. Bro, okay. what did what it what did what did what did what did Mr. Mark say in that video? <laughs> These antics may have worked from that other show you came from, <laughs> but they don't work here. They're they not don't. antics, Philip. They're not antics. They're just they're facts. Like they're not facts. I mean, as created culture. Think, honestly, man, th- th- think think about Charlie. Just think about Charlie. Think about your son for a second. You, you, your your constant, constant pulling and grabbing at things that aren't real it's is real. going to affect your son in the long run. It's real. It's real. I really am the rating. Like, honestly, bro, Charlie is going to like be like 35 years old one day and he's going to go back into a job that, you know, he doesn't work at anymore. Be like, oh, no, I still work here. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm the cashier. I'm the rightful cashier. Yeah, I sell the most candy here. I guess that's like that's that's what your that's what your son is going to be doing. Listen, because, because of your antics, think you about your say, son and stop. You could say that I was able to reveal who the EVP really is of the bullet cast because prior we didn't know who he was. <laughs> he doesn't like to be on camera. He had to. He has a fear of being on camera. He had to swallow his pride and his fear so he could come on camera and officially announce this. You see what you did to this man. Like he was shaking after he told me. We FaceTime okay. after Listen. I got the video. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, no. Like he was physically shaking. I must say, so that I'm not fined and that I am not um disciplined any further, I will say that I will hold back and I will wait until after WrestleMania to um yeah, to uh talk about me being champion. Um so I respect the wishes and the demands from the EVP and the higher ups here at Bulletcast, and um, yeah, so that that is my statement. <clears throat> wow, yeah, God, he, he tried to put the title on himself. Can you believe that? Did you guys see that on Twitter? Thank you, thankful, thankfully, our, our 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 president Freddie Prince Jr. had to had to overrule that. FPJ, baby. Yo. Hey, he's all that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're welcome. All right, let's go talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, some really sad, scary news. Uh, Big E, Big E Langston broke his neck. Um, he was in a tag match with uh, Kofi Kingston and, you know, Ridge Holland and Sheamus were there. Ridge Holland suplexes Big E. And, um, you know, E lands right on his head. Thankfully, there's no, like, severe spinal damage. You won't need surgery or anything like that. But um, scary, scary sight, man. T's and P's are going out to Big E. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts? Um, just a, a scary, sad situation with Biggie. I mean, the bump, it, it looked nasty. Um, from what I've heard, you know, obviously Ridge Holland was just super uh, empathetic and sorry for what happened. Um, but, you know, things like that happened. It, if anything, it also kind of like just puts even more like how did he survive this from uh, Mad Cat Moss? Because he, I mean, whatever but i mean biggie i mean he's such a beloved guy i mean everybody loves him there's no one can say a bad thing about him and 
Um, there's like interview out there when he was champion talking about how, you know, you put your life and your career in the hands of others and it's a lot of trust. And unfortunately, you know, it just kind of came to fruition. He, he fell. I mean, we don't know exactly the extent of it. I mean, he's talked about it, but we don't know um, if this is career ending, how long he'll be out. But, you know, prayers up, T's and peace to Biggie, and hopefully uh, he gets better and whatever the future may hold. I know he's going to kill it. Absolutely. Uh, Brian Charney. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a scary situation. I mean, and then when you think about, you know, God forbid anything serious, you know, comes to the point where he can't wrestle again. I, I saw that that headline floating around over the last couple of days. But, you know, even just think about like he's going to he's going to have to get back in there or if he gets back in there. Or hell, is WWE even going to feel comfortable letting him back in there? Um, now, we know, obviously, Champa. You know, he broke his neck, what, like three years ago or something like that. Um, so and he's back in there totally fine. But, you know, everyone's a little cautious nowadays and, you know, just want to take it on the easier side. But I'm, I'm glad he's OK. I heard it's not it's not broken. Right. Like he didn't have to have surgery or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. Taz put something out there saying just because you're strong doesn't mean you can throw people or something like that, <sighs> which is true, bro. Like there, mm-hmm. there, were, there wasn't a proper technique to it. Like he didn't have the arch. You, the arch is the, the key thing when when you're suplexing anybody. I suplex kids for a living. And also, I mean, the fact that it was outside the ring also like, yeah. adds a, an extra thing of yeah. difficulty because uh, from what I've kind of learned and what it sounds like is maybe uh, Rich Holland was kind of maybe a little bit more worried about his bump than Biggie's bump, which obviously he's doing like a full front flip when, you know, Holland's just doing like a basic back bump. So that's also kind of throws into the mix of, you know, raising the higher difficulty of this move. Has Ridge ever done this before? Oh, I, I mean, let's be honest. I don't watch a lot of Ridge Holland matches, so I can't remember him doing a straight know. belly to belly suplex. Maybe this was the first time he's ever done this. Jeez. Maybe that's a uh, that's scary. Um, they have a new companion, uh, Butch. You know uh, what's all about the Butch? I love it. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say I I know people were look I'm going to put it out right here. People got upset when Kerry Ke- Von Erich became the Texas Tornado. People got upset when Claudio Castagnoli became Antonio Cesaro. People got upset when Prince Devitt became Finn Balor. Guess what? They got over. Hell, Piper Nevin, Dewdrop is stupid. It is a stupid name. She's having two to three seg matches with Bianca Belair on Raw and they're actually good. And she was in the main event with Becky Lynch for the world title. So it doesn't matter the name change. If you can get over, it's okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that um, we're getting back into that era of WWE where, you know, we're going to do what we want with you. Like, if we got an idea for you, if we got a character, this you will know like if you're this person over here no when you come here you're going to be this person and wwe is in the ip business mm. <laughs> intellectual property business that's what mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. that's what that's what they are yep hey mom you have any thoughts brandon i mean i, th- I think the name's stupid um <laughs> i mean you you go however many years of him being pete dunn and then just he magically goes to the main roster and now he's butch. But if he and can get over, does com- it even matter? Is he gonna get over? I mean we don't know. I don't know. I, he I laid mean, Kofi out. He laid Kofi out. He's still I, fighting like Pete Dunn. Like, bro, like if he can get over, it doesn't matter. 
but it's just like it's just the little thing of like why does he have to be butch can't he just be pete dunn like i understand you want to own the names you want all these different things and you want to make your monies but then why didn't you just bring him in as a different name to begin with which i mean technically his real name's not even pete dunn but that's the name he went on the indie scene but it's just like this whole thing of, you know, he was on NXT UK and that was Triple H's thing and he did his own thing. But now Vince is kind of taking over NXT and obviously the main roster. So now he's changing his name. It's just it's I just roll my eyes at it and I just kind of given up at this point. It's whatever, bro. Like, who cares? Exactly. Which cares? is not a good thing. <laughs> like I said, the name doesn't matter if he can get over. It's just that simple. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, I still say is this really stupid name, but, you know, we've gotten over that by this point. Yeah, just accepted it. Here if we are. Pete, if Butch in six months becomes the Intercontinental Champion, will, will you be okay with it by then, Brandon? No, it's still a stupid name. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I still call. I mean, it's still Walter. I'm not calling him Gunther. Gunther. Well, I know, but, but, but for the most part, one thing that, you know, is most annoying is they get to the main roster and then the WWE don't know what to do with them. They don't get booked right. Like that's the bigger picture, right? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess. And they, and they, I mean, it's also like Ash is a stupid name too. You ignore. I mean, I know they kind. I think they, but I will give them the benefit. They did do kind of the best thing of just like saying, you know, you know him as this name, but we call him Butch. His middle name is, is Butch. You guys know? Yeah, still stupid. I think, I think people. Uh, the fact that no one's really talking about it anymore. I think they did good by at least acknowledging that he went by a different name. I think they'd have caught more heat if they'd have just acted like he wasn't called a different name for. I'm gonna change your guys' names on here. I'm gonna talk to the EVP. <laughs> the the Dewdrop one was also stupid because Eva Marie gave her the name, then Dewdrop turns on her, and it was clear Dewdrop, you know, didn't like the name or whatever. But then she just she just kept it. Well, she wasn't getting over as Piper Niven, so yeah, I'll be Dewdrop. <laughs> like, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she was over as Piper, Piper Niven never got a world title match. Dewdrop did think about it. Piper never never got a was never in WWE. Yes, she was. Main <laughs> roster WWE? No. But okay, she was in though. WWE. Okay. <laughs> she was in WWE though. That's my point. Hey yo. Jesus, Brock Lesnar said he doesn't care about titles and throws the world heavyweight champion. He almost sucked. Yo. 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 Does I, he have control of his strength or do, is it just, oh, well, if it hits somebody, it hits somebody? Like, is he willing to pay for whatever medical bills he's going to have to pay for if he accidentally? Well, remember that one dead? time, like, he years ago, where he, he, like, just he took apart the table and then he just chucked one of the monitors and it bounced and almost landed in the crowd. Jesus. Good times. Good times. Remember that time he threw the door? Like, yeah, yeah the I think car it, door. Did, it did hit somebody or something like that, they said. <laughs> yeah, it did, but he didn't he didn't press charges because he said he's happy to be able to say he got hit by a door by Brock Lesnar. That's <laughs> crazy. Bruh. Go go listen to the uh Michael K show. Brock Lesnar was on there, Peter Rosenberg. Brock Lesnar's a very interesting individual. He said he said he got intimidated by a bull moose, but then composed himself and shot it. He said he watches friends. I'm like, that that's the soundbite of the cinch. Brock Lesnar watches friends. He's not a TV guy, but he'll throw it on. How many years does Lesnar have in Left. in in wrestling? Like Left? not not capable, but like to until he's like, all right, I'm done doing this. Whenever he feels like it. Is he 44? 
<laughs> I mean, like, yeah, honest, honestly, really. Like he said, he was retired, but uh, mm-hmm. ching to ching, yeah. have money. <laughs> yeah, money talks, baby. It's a great movie. Go, go watch. All oh, right, let's get Charlie. outside of the ring. Uh, Charlie Sheen, right? Yeah, yeah, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen and, uh, yeah, Chris I Tucker. said, I said Chris Tucker and uh, fuck, I for, I, somebody else the other day, and Cindy was like, "No, what?" And I was like, "Oh, Charlie <laughs> Sheen. That's right, Charlie Sheen. Yes. Winning. You guys, remember that was a thing." <laughs> I did that way too much. I got tiger blood in me. I did that way too much. I'm going to bring it back. Winning. Charlie Sheen was in Scary Movie 4. I asked him the other day, I said, why was he? Why why was was Dr. Phil in it? Why was Shaq in it? Like, like, we don't know. We don't know. God. Jesus. When's the next Scary Movie comes out? We need it. Scary scary Movie 5 was terrible. Hey, shout out my... Uh, pro- my professor for journalism ethics or journalism law, his son wrote Scary Movie 5, and it was always a running bit that he just buried the movie the entire course. It was hilarious. It was actually a question on a, a test. Wow. How did that guy? That's uh forget what his name is. I don't even think I've ever seen Scary Movie 5. It don't want don't it's not worth your time, bro. <laughs> I might have to pull it up. <laughs> like the, Lindsay Lohan, she could have done better. <laughs> could she have? She could she, she should have st- she should have stuck to the parent trap. Or Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday is an underrated class. Or Herbie. Is it Herbie? What's the car movie? Kirby? Uh, no, Herbie? it's not Kirby. It's oh, the, the, she was in a car movie. You're right. I'm going to look it up. Lindsay I feel like Lohan was? Yes. We're just going to look like, up all, all the old Lindsay Lohan movies. Now. Yes, Herbie. Herbie. Fully loaded from 2005. That's right. That's I haven't right. seen that either. No, all right. Oh, dang. <laughs> Phil's mom's trying to chime in on the Lindsay Lohan talk. I, I know. I know. No. How do you feel about Lindsay Lohan's cocaine addiction, mother? <laughs> oh, sorry. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. She knows sold me. Uh, Queen Charmel's going into the WWE Hall of Fame. She will be inducted by King. Yeah. Yes. But, but by, by every great man, there is an even greater woman. They were the original Barack and Michelle before Barack and Michelle. All right. Mm. I'll say it here. Mm. I will say it here. Brian Tronic, what are your thoughts on Queen Charmel going into the hall? I think I think it's great. Uh, you know, I a lot of people online were like, "Oh, why?" You know, it doesn't make sense. But I think it makes total sense. Um, was she like, you know, a freaking champion or anything like that? No, but I think she played a big part in King Booker. Okay, she was a Nitro girl. <laughs> if you're a Nitro girl. And you were in WWE. Yeah, nah. Yeah, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Put the Nitro girls in the Hall of Fame. We need one last routine. Nit- <laughs> need one last routine. Yes. <laughs> I think a couple of them were in those cages on a, a Raw Underground. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brent, what are your thoughts on them going in? Going good. What are thoughts uh, I mean, it's, going a, it's the WWE Hall of Fame, so I don't have too much of hot takes to talk about it, but I mean, mean, good she for was, her. She was an integral part to his character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good for her. It's going to be cool to seeing King Booker to uh, do his, his shtick and do his little intro. And uh, I, I mean, I still don't really understand how the thing is going to work, like in terms of the ceremony, because it's right after SmackDown. It's probably going to be really long if she's even going to like get that much time, if any time, because I've heard like maybe, you know, not everyone's going to get a speech, especially with The Undertaker. It's just kind of The Undertaker show. So, yeah, good for her, I guess. Oh, uh, we're going, right? 
I mean, I heard maybe you guys were going, but then something happened to where only one of us is going now. That's what I've heard. Oh, okay. on the street. I <laughs> know. Oh, I got I got sold out. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm sold out like 97. <laughs> you guys should go. I'm sold Are you out. Guys like, going? I'm, no, we're not. Why I didn't. Not? Get, I didn't get asked, so I'm not going. We're going to Vegas. Yeah, real we'll, party. We'll we'll leave we'll leave you here. I'm going to Vegas too with y'all. No, you're not. I am. While, while okay. you're you're changing diapers. No, you're not. Oh wait, no. That's yeah. July. It's, no, it's after. It's after. We go. It's May. It's yeah. But Vegas is May. Oh, I thought it was July. What's in? Oh, July's Money in the Bank. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 Yeah, it's May. So that's even better. Birthday present. For who? My birthday is May second. All right. Well, this is like May twenty. Birthday. Cindy's is May twenty sixth. Cindy's birthday present. Happy right, birthday. So Cindy's coming too. Yeah. What should be like eight months, nine months pregnant at that point? No, no, no. The baby's doing June. Baby's doing June. Okay. So eight months. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. You got a bill for me, man? You know who I am, man? I am Razor Ramon. People find out I eat in this restaurant, they line up down the street, Chico. Get out of here, man. What's next? Maybe I could mop the floor for you, huh, man? You like that? Maybe I mop your floor. Want me to go in the back? Maybe I could wash some dishes for you, man. Huh? You like that, man? Huh? Here, man. Come here. Maybe I picked the food from your teeth. Would you like that, Chica? I picked the food for you. What's next, man? Huh? Maybe I could bust the table for you, Chico, huh? Would you like me to clear the table for you, man? Maybe I could clear the table, huh? Is that what you would like, man? I clear the table, man. I clear the table for you, man. All right, Killer Cross is going to be uh, going to New Japan. He's going to be wrestling Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, cool. What's up? How come? What's what's the what's the deal with what's the deal with Cross? Am I missing something? He's, he's controlling his narrative. Oh, we are going to talk about that. <laughs> Good yeah, news! Brandon, break, break, those... break, breaking news, everybody. I like to formally announce today. I canceled my New Japan World membership. Oh no! I don't know why you were still paying for that anyway. They, exactly. I was looking. I've, I mean, exp- I, I got the email from Netflix. They're hiking up the prices. Man, um, MLB season's coming around. I'm gonna. Pro- I think I'm gonna buy their streaming thing. So I was like, you know what? I haven't watched New Japan in a while. Might as well just cut some fat. You know, save yeah. the ten bucks a month, and uh, no more New Japan World for me right now. That's cool. That man. Sad day. Get that control your narrative uh, rules and regulations pulled up though. We're we're gonna talk about that. Jesus. I'll be at Killer Cross, New Japan. You know, throw him in the G1. Should be a good time, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joey Janela, or Joey Geneva, as he's once known by Enzo Amore, uh, is set to leave AEW once his contract expires. Tony Khan doesn't know how to book talent. How come nobody's saying that about... How come nobody's saying that? How come nobody's... Really, how come nobody's saying that? I think some people are just happy. You know? Some people are happy to collect a check and wrestle on AEW. We're talking about the the internet fans. Oh, how come no one? Yeah. Oh, you know. We 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 all know why. We know. (laughs) We know. We know. They're fickle. No, but I mean Joey Janela. I mean, I I like the guy. I I thought he could have done more. He he had a nice little start, but that that's he had the feud with Sonny Kiss, and then that was it. His career went down once. And they gave him a what's it, Casey? Or Kayla Rossi, whatever that girl's name is, like they put a heater behind him. I'm like, all right, yeah, like this, get him off of dark. This could be something, but no. Everything him with the here. TNT title with her like behind him that 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 seems like a that seems like a nice little angle. 
Yeah, I mean, I have i didn't know too much about Joey Janela when AEW first started, and I kind of looked into him. I've seen some of his GCW indie stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, this guy's cool. You know, not the best body or look in the world, but just the way he carries himself and his you know, demeanor, I did like. And then just for whatever reason, it just never really clicked. He kind of just got lost in the shuffle from all the different signings, and uh, he's been kind of vocal and talking about how he's not – super happy with it. And I mean, I can't blame him. I mean, he was honestly one of the bigger signings they had to start this, to start the, uh, the promotion. And they just never really did anything with them outside. Like, you know, the little sunny kiss tag team they had for a little bit. And even then they did the breakup and that was just like on dark and no one even saw it. I, 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 I actually saw it. a friend of mine showed it to me. I'm like, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, he started off, good with like the moxley match and i think he had like a darby allen match or something but besides that like the first year outside of like 2019 early 2020 just nothing yeah you, as soon as as soon as penelope as soon as penelope before it shows up everything started going down what happened to kip one. sabian he's wearing a bag ringside at dark tapings all right. <laughs> all right yeah do we have the rules for control your narrative <laughs> Do we have the rules for this thing? The rules? The rules and regulations for control your narrative. Are we going to that show in San Jose? Absolutely not. I kind of there's a control your narrative in San Jose. Yeah, it's in June. I kind of want to see what it's gonna look like, bro. It's like uh, it's what uh Strowman, EC3, Flip Gordon's being advertised. I kind of want to go just to see like what this thing is. Honestly, I do. That's I'll be honest, I am scouring the internet for control your narrative rules, and I do not know what you're talking about. It so. might be on their Twitter or on EC3's Twitter or something. You, let me let me pull it. You're supposed to be the looker-upper. What a, well, when you just spring it on me while we're doing a podcast. How you am I have like to, five minutes to find it. I had like it. two minutes. At first, right. Well, at first, I'll be honest, I didn't really hear what you said, so I thought you were asking me to pull up a card. I so found I brought, it. I just went to his Instagram and I found it. Who's his Instagram? EC3, kind okay, of the, that, that, the, the owner of the thing. Okay, that's not control your narrative. That's, you know, EC3 putting, if you said, oh, go to EC3's Instagram and pull this up, then okay, I would have found it. But you just said control your narrative something. And then I thought you were telling me to bring up a card. So then I went to Cage Match. I found all their cards, but I then no. Rules you, and regulations. Well, you were, you said something while Brian was saying something. So I was trying to listen to well, two don't things. Don't talk over me. Yeah, Brian, don't talk over him. Oh, uh, I have it here. I have it here. Archie, no, no. I'm going to send it to you, Brandon, so you can read it. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. that. Yes, there you are. Brandon Tanguma. It's being underscore. Underscore. Underscore force. Control your narrative rules and regulations. Number one, you are in control. Number two, you are in control. Exclamation point. Number three. Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand or quit. Sanctioned matches can end via pinfall. Pinfall is two words, not one. Uh, Four, standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in the project pit. No hashtag super kicks. No hashtag tope suicidas. No hashtag Canadian destroyers. Number six. The fight isn't with your opponent. It's with yourself. Number seven. Fights will go on as long as they have to. They have to. T-O-O. 
sanctioned matches hit their times. Uh, If you want to hashtag control your narrative, you have to fight. And that's it. Wow. (laughs) Do you think they'll, they'll, they'll have me as a commentator? Yes. You think they'll draft me as a commentator? Yep. I'll be like a number one draft pick like Baker Mayfield, right? <laughs> and then request a trade. <laughs> I mean, you know. And send a very heartfelt, sad, emo boy high school breakup letter on, oh, on social media. Hey, bro. I'll, I'll, it's okay. I'll be like him. I'll, I'll, I'll have a career at Oklahoma. I'll win the Heisman. You'll Ready have more next. commercials than playoff appearances. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm chasing a bag, you know? I'm chasing a bag. You feel me? You know? Got to get it. Shout out, shout out, Baker. But uh, control your narrative. It, it's it's something. It's something. It's something, guys. It is a thing that is happening. That's all I can say about it. I need to see this product. I heard the tapings were not good, but I want to see it. <laughs> Are we going, Tronic? Do you want to go? I want to go. I, I want to go. I want to see this. It's... I actually want to go. <laughs> oh my god. I'm... <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! We're, we're going. We're going. There, there are new <laughs> WWE recruits. There are new yes. WWE. Recruits. Um, the beautiful redhead is a uh, formerly the notorious Mimi. Uh, I called one of her matches for GC or for GSW. Mm. You did it again. <laughs> On oh, tired of it, Philip. Can you interview me so we so I can get a job? Mm. I don't know, oh, man. Damn. You just have to associate with me. Tronic started to associate with me. He got another kid on the way. Boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I bring lives into this world. You feel me? <laughs> yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. But congrats to all you, the new recruits. I hope you they save have a, them and you make them. <clears throat> I'm saying. I hope they have a nice career. I, I really do. Hope it works out for all of them. I really do. Um, inside the ring, Titus Alexander wins the wrestling prestige championship at a West Coast Pro. Hmm. Mm. He lost it. it the next day, but still, I mean, it's, it's okay, Philip. You did it again. I know. How was West Coast Pro? You you actually went. You weren't a flake for once. How, how was that? I, I, <laughs> it was good. It was fun. It was fun. It was um, felt good to be back in the. Uh, West Coast Pro Zone, you know. How was, how was uh, how was Robert Martyr? How was he? Man, let me Ma- tell you something. Martyr, I felt Ma- I felt like the only Robert Martyr fan in the crowd, but man, he just he got it. Dude, he just turned twenty one. Like he, really, he he gets it, bro. Heat magnet. He's been wrestling since he was fourteen. That's crazy. <laughs> Go check out the interview I did with him. You got something, Philip. You got you. <laughs> you know how to pick him. I know. Jacob Fatu won the West Coast Pro title. That's right. wonder who he hangs out with sometimes. <laughs> he was, they were fighting all over. Had to move some chairs around. Bro, that uh, got a that dive when he landed on the chairs. I saw that clip. He posted. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I wish I was there, bro. I hate my life. <laughs> I, hate my, I bought tickets for ill-mannered, though. Oh. Yeah. Brandon, buy your ticket now. Well, you know the way my bank account's set up takes a couple days I'll to go, get from I mean, my I'll check-ins to my savings. Oh, right. buy, buy a ticket right now. Who's on the card? Uh, Thatcher, you know, uh, Brandon, uh, buddy. Airmaster buddy, yeah, yeah. Of uh, the former Oni Lorkins on the card. 
And um, not, not doing the stairmaster anymore. The, the the cheat code is you have to go on the treadmill, put the uh, elevation all the way up, and you only have to go like very slowly, like at three. Burn so many calories. So anyone out there trying to get trim and slim for summertime, there you go. That's the cardio routine. I'm a uh, I'm a an, an eclipse or not an eclipse. What is it called? What's the hey, elliptical? What's the site? Elliptical. What's, the, what's yeah. the site where you buy the tickets again? Is that right? Okay, I, I keep forgetting. Uh, New I South Pro uh, has new champions. The Gun Boys are the tag team champions, and they're uh, the Ass Boys. Yeah. Yes. Well, one of them's a racist. Kids. So yeah. And then uh, Billy Gunn is their heavyweight champion. Well, wow. good for Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. Yep. I'm an ass man. Dun, dun. I'm an ass man. Uh, uh. I love to kiss him. Hey. I love to kick him. Okay. I'm an ass man. Underrated theme song. Underrated. Yeah. <clears throat> you see? <laughs> come on. Come on, Brandon. Come on. G- give me a little bit. Come on. Uh, I'm not I'm not well versed in the, in the ass man. Sniffing the ass? Is that what that was? <laughs> oh hell no. Oh. No. Oh. And you know, people people hit me up about your uh your segregated TikTok. It's not segregation. <laughs> oh, it's not. That's not what I was trying to say. No, bro. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I would like to apologize. You know, I got I got deep in a hole. I tried to dig myself out, and by digging myself out, I just kept digging the hole deeper. It's just, it was <laughs> wild, and then strictly for the culture was coming after Marks for his accent. The man lives in Georgia. <laughs> leave, leave him alone. <laughs> like, why? Why are you doing this? Stop. Beautiful. Oh my god. Um, this day in wrestling, WrestleMania 18, Scott Hall with the, probably the best stunner sell of all time. What? Right. Yesterday was Austin 316. You guys crack open a Steve Weiser? Of course I cracked open. A, I had qu- qu- quacked I open. I sound like Donald Duck out here. I had a, I had a beer. I had a, I had a mango cart. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, I had a Coors I Light. Drink, I don't drink beers. You drink root beers. He's a straight edge boy. Yeah. Straight edge, brother. Need that uh, Stone Cold uh, American Lager. Need to try oh, it. I love the IPA. I love the IPA. Yeah, the American Logger is going to be nationwide. That's I'm excited for that. Uh, let's get into the fan mail. I should have I should have read this when we did the Razor tribute. Jeez. Here we go. Oh, that's from last week. Right, here we are. Jack of all trades. R.I.P. Scott Hall. No one could have pay, uh, played Razor better. Oh, we we know he's kicking out of everyone's finish in heaven. Rest well, bad guy. That was beautiful. Hootie Who 420. Hootie Who. I've thrown two picks at people just like Scott Hall. It's quite fun. Rest in peace, Mr. Hall. Your your hard work paid off. You made your dream come true. Uh, you had bad your bad times didn't last. Uh, the bad guy was too sweet. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, uh, Dan. Everything about Razor Ramon was magnificent. The music, the accent, the gear, the vignettes—literally everything. And when he jumped ship to WCW, uh, I like I like so many uh, thought that he invaded their company. He, I thought it was real. NWO was a formidable part of my youth. Thank you, Razor. Survey says the bad guy is going over, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's a great email. It was really powerful. All right, I know. Uh, in brightest day X, Mister X, yeah, he, uh, he had something to say. So let's uh. 
Let's see that. Sorry, Mr. X, about all your Reds acquisitions and trades and everything. You know, it's okay. We'll get through it together. The A's and the Reds will get it through it together because it's been a rough time for us. He so he says. <laughs> he says, "I don't know what else I can say about the legend that is Scott Hall. He was a big part of my journey as a wrestling fan growing up. First seeing him as Razor, um, making being a bad guy so cool." To see him as one of the catalysts of the most exciting time in pro wrestling history with the NWO. He did so much for the business, and I wish the business could have been kinder to him as far as accolades go. Yes, he stumbled and fell and refused to go down the way uh, that way and uh, came back even more influential than before. To hear all the stories of the current generation of wrestlers on the advice and kindness he bestowed upon them speaks volumes about his character. He left us far too soon, but he sure as hell left his mark on the industry. Uh, those who performed and still perform in the ring and the hearts and, and minds of fans all over the world. R.I.P. Chico. We'll see you down the road. That was beautiful. Mr. X, j- job well done, sir. Job well done. He also says, uh, just want to uh, send all the best wishes to Big E and hope he can come back sooner rather than later. Hey, man, we're wishing that, too. All right, let's go over to Monday Night Raw. Kevin Owens opens it up. He opens it up with a hey, yo. Talks about, you know, the the, um, the KO show at WrestleMania. Then he stuns the cameraman. Nice sell by the cameraman. Uh, so, and then, he, you know, he had a match with uh, Seth Rollins later on in the night. Winner gets a talk show at WrestleMania. KO won that. What are your thoughts on all this, Brian Tronic? Um, almost unnecessary, you know. But then again, what other way are you going to build without uh, Austin being there, showing up in some kind of way every week, you know? So I get it. I understand it. The stunner on that, that cameraman, though, sold the hell out of that stunner. I would have did it better, but, you know. (laughs) I would have got the full rotation of the flip. I would have did a standing moonsault off the stunner. I mean, the promo was was fine. Um, as Brian said, you know, Stone Cold not being there, it, it's kind of asking a lot to to have him, you know, for Kevin Owens to quote, build this thing up. And uh, they are relying a lot on Kevin Owens recently, like especially with no uh, Brock Lesnar, no title pitcher at all on, on Raw. Kevin Owens has been relied on a lot to, you know, do the talking and the matches and all these other things. I mean, it's a three hour show, so you got to fill up time. And they're right now, I think, relying on Kevin Owens the most, which is surprising, but just signed a contract, wanted to make him happy, want to might as well use him, right? Yes, 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 yes. Damian Priest defeats Finn Balor. Priest does that surfer walk to the ring like the bad guy uh, and even does a razor's edge. I like it. Yes. Yes. I'm at the bust out of razor's edge one of these days. Priest is one of my favorites. This is great, man. Did you watch him when he was Punishment Martinez? A little bit towards okay. the end. Okay. okay. Towards the end. And I was you, pretty excited. You saw him at all in? Was he at all in? He was in that battle royal, the over budget battle royale. Got out Jordan Grace. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I think I remember. I think I remember him. I remember him being in that then. I know what uh I know what Brandon's favorite picture on the internet is. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh really? Yeah, no clue. Um is it on his TikTok? Uh, it's on Jordan Grace's Instagram. It's you know the one she posted for her birthday. What's on birthday? You mean the one that got taken down? Oh, mm. oh, I did. Mm. <laughs> I got taken down, so I couldn't see it. No, I, know screen, I know you screenshot. I know you screenshot. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Hey, yo. Survey time. Did all you people come to see WCW? Or did all you people come to see the... Pretty close, but that's one more for the good guys. Let's cut a promo again. Oh, man, did he? He's he's the benchmark, bro. Just like I'm kind of the benchmark in in, in this industry. What are, the, what are the odds of that, man? What are the odds he's of got that? New, he's got new theme music. I like it. I love it. I'm a fan. Yes. <laughs> yes. The rated R superstar. Yes. Him and Styles are going to tear it up. At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Probably, yes. honestly, probably might be the best match of both two nights. I mean, if it is, I, I bet AJ Styles. That's all I'm gonna say. So you're the reason why AJ Styles is having this well, nice career renaissance at the back end of his WWE career. I didn't say that. I just said I met him. Okay. Okay. So just want just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I like the Edge promo. Um, he delivers it great. I mean. What he's saying, how he says it is, is fantastic. I like the music. But this turn still doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. It was just out of nowhere. And now he's all dark and brooding. So now we're just supposed to completely ignore him being a family man with Beth and the Seth Rollins stuff back in the day. And now he's just well, a, he, a he acknowledged guy. this. He acknowledged that in the promo. Okay, so then when he eventually turns back babyface, when he said, like, oh, you know, this was me all along, when he eventually turns back to being a babyface, how are we supposed to believe him and cheer him? He's the master manipulator. You'll do it anyway. I already know what they're going to do. He's just going to say, like, oh, you know, it was in the heat of the moment at WrestleMania. We don't even know how long that's going to be. We don't even know how long it's going to last. Let's just enjoy this, and we'll worry about that later. Okay. Worry about it later. No, I know. I'm, a, I'm the Debbie Downer. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> need to eat a little Debbie. Have you guys ever had a little Debbie? No. Little Debbie from Oakland? No, the, the little Debbie cakes. Oh. Who's a little Debbie from Oakland? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. What are, you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Her friend. All right. I'll see. Awesome. Never mind. <laughs> um, NXT 2.0. Dolph Ziggler retains the NXT title against. L.A. Night. Yeah. Uh, hottest show. Hottest show. Hottest show. And they got the A-Champ. Because Melo A-champ. don't miss. Melo is money. Sent Pete packing to a different brand and made him change his name. Come mm. on. <laughs> would he lose his title to an outsider? No. No. The A-Champ would never. Come on, man. Put this, Book him to the moon. Put the NXT title on him already. Come on, bro. <laughs> Let's stop playing. The last ever cruiserweight champion in company mm-hmm. history is mm-hmm. going to be Carmelo Hayes. Brian, talk about talk about main event Melo. Listen, Carmelo Hayes uh, with Trick Williams alongside him, uh, I think is uh, being slept on. It is being under talked about, underappreciated. I hope I said that right. I said that right, Brandon. Underappreciated. Um. I believe that Carmelo Hayes is going to be a huge, huge part of the future in WWE. But right now, 
Let's just focus on NXT 2.0. You know what? Like, we don't have to rush him and Braun Breaker and, you know, a lot of these young. We don't have to. There's no need to rush them to the main roster. Let them marinate. Let them become their own. Carmelo Hayes, the A-champ, he is his own. He is him. He says it every week, and he proves it every week. That's the difference. He doesn't just say it. He proves it. He goes out there. He's shown Pete Dunne. He's shown uh, 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 everybody that he is him. He is the A champion. Of course he is. And he's such, he's so much the A champion. He got to pick who he wanted to compete in qualifying matches. You know what? I'm going to talk to the EVP. What if I could do that? I wonder if I could do that. Might have to hey, WrestleMania all up. Wait, no, 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 no. I might, I might, I might. You know, I know Huey misses being champion. I might have to, I might have to be like, oh, oh, really? You want this? Come get it. Huh? Who, Charlie want a shot? Bring him on. Yeah. Bring on little man. Yeah. Bring on little man. I'm going to crush his spirits, but bring him, I'll bring just, him on. Because if, if he wins, I'll roll him up for the one, two, three, just like the 24-7 championship. Well, that's not what this title is. Hold on. <laughs> that's, we don't do that with this one. You that's the five-star classics out here. But we we don't okay, we don't my bad, my bad, my bad, this, my this is a this, this is a sacred championship. <laughs> hashtag no super kicks. Hashtag no tope suicidas. Hashtag oh, no man. Canadian destroyers. Man, hey, man. control oh. my narrative. <laughs> All right, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why you would do that. You know, th- this title is important. It is the epicenter of our business. You're right. God, the same way Brady and LeBron look at Super Bowl and NBA rings and trophies is the same way I look at this championship. You're right. God. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, can I say something? What's her name? Um, there's so many of them. Like now, I'm you're losing track. There's so Nikita good. Lions. Um, no, not Nikita Lions. Yeah, yeah, Bigelow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last week's episode was wild. Um, damn. What the hell's her name? Wendy Chu. Or? Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. Last name. Tiffany can go. Oh, really? Okay. She can go. She's proven it every week. And listen, I know there's a lot of Saray Saray fans out there, okay? But listen, I'm sorry. She's going to have to take the L. She's going to have to, you know. Are you doing the Beyonce? Oh, 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 o
of when she had that lights out match with uh, Britt Baker. I mean, there were tacks, there were chairs, there were, both women were bloody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like one thing that irritated me about the match was uh, Britt Baker no selling being power bombed on the thumbtacks. I get that your instinct is to get up and away, roll away from those thumbtacks, right? But she got up, rolled out of the ring, grabbed a chair, and then hit Thunder Rosa immediately after that. And so it was kind of like, uh, huh? The queen wouldn't do that. The queen would would do that, actually. <laughs> now that I think no, about no, it. No, no, the, the queen ain't taking no tack bump. What are you talking about? I know. She's better than that. <laughs> When's the last, is Jericho the last tack bump we've had in WWE? Probably, yeah. Where the way to go out. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> the, asylum, the Ambrose Asylum. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Woo! Shout out Mitch. Shout out Mitch. Who's Mitch was my man. He was my man. Mitch the potted plant, RIP. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, but congrats to Thunder Rosa, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, happy she won. I mean, we've been saying this for almost a year now at this point that she needs to be the one to beat uh, Britt Baker for the title. Uh, the match, I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of going back and forth. Like, I thought it was gruesome. I thought both women, you know, they were over. The crowd was behind them. I did feel like they was like kind of sloppy at points. But mm, yes. Thank you, Brandon. I, I mean, yeah, there was like, it just, I mean, even like what Brian just said, like, it seemed like they were just kind of doing a spot kind of meandering around doing the next spot. But like the near falls and the crowd kind of, I think elevated the match a little bit still say lights out match was better, which it's, it's going to be hard to top that match. But um, I, I did have kind of, of higher expectations for this match. Honestly, there was a lot of talking. Like I know that happens that goes on. Right. But like it was noticeable a lot in this match. It, like you said, Brandon, it was like, Boom. All right. Boom. We do this one. Okay. Come on. Let's come over here. And now let's do this one. Okay. Now let's come over here. And let's do this one. Oh, okay. Sit up here. I'm going to set these chairs up real quick. All right. You ready? Uh, oh, God, it hurt. All right. Now I'm going to roll this way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, I am an unbiased sports journalist. I can be, I can praise and bash WWE, but I do the same to AEW. Okay. So you can't yes. be saying I'm the AEW guy and they're the WWE guy. Okay. So what I'm talking about. I'm unbiased here. If, w- unbiased. if AEW messes up, I'm going to call it out. That doesn't happen with sports entertainers. <laughs> Speaking of sports entertainers, the Jericho Appreciation Society, baby! They are sports entertainers. Chris Jericho, arguably the greatest sports entertainer of all time. You, you hear that term? We're just we're just throwing it out there. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, my... Uh, my personal assistant is handing me. Oh, there we go. There it is. <laughs> the the championship of the number one sports entertainment podcast. So I have to say real quick, that is a really good looking championship title. I know. I designed it myself. Can't wait to have it in two weeks. I, yeah, I can't wait to finally hold that thing up. And <laughs> oh no, y'all still hold the other one. <laughs> I still get the uh, the pride toy title. That's the one I get. Of course you do. Yeah, the OG uh, title because you know I'm the first ever champ. I can rewrite the history books. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, sports entertainment. Just I mean, that's that's brilliant, man. Jericho taking the Vinceisms and using them with the new character. I love it. I love it. You know, we're a sports entertainment podcast. You guys know that? Is is that not cheap though? Like for Jericho to do that. 
or is it? It could be looked at as very Chris Jericho or cheap. Like if it was somebody else, it'd be like, oh, okay, you're using that to try and get heat. All right, whatever. It is low hanging fruit. Uh, he's like going very over the top with it. Like I remember in NXT, Tommaso Ciampa did the same thing. He called him like, you know, he called himself a sports entertainer, which he was doing that to get heat. But it also wasn't like his entire character. But it seems like this is going to be Jericho's character. He's like the WWE guy in AEW, which I mean, with two, po- sorry, whatever their new names are, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. You know, kind of lower card guys. I I don't know how what the ceiling is for this. And Jericho loves his comedy. He, I mean, he wasn't really able to do it with the inner circle that much. So maybe this is just him kind of you know taking a step back and doing something different, which he always does. But I mean, I, I didn't like it that much. I see what they were doing, and I'm not gonna like bury it right out of the gate. But I just don't know what you do with this type of what what you do with this outside of like the Kingston Pride and Powerful Six Man. And then it's simple. What do you do with that outside of that? You sports entertain. <laughs> what do you do? You stand in the middle of the ring for 10 minutes and have an opening promo. Yes. You, you. Yes, you do that. You sports entertain. You play to the camera more than you actually wrestle in the match. <clears throat> you sports entertain. You're a sports entertainment podcaster. You should know this. I'm surprised I didn't throw a uh, St. Patrick's Day, you know, meal party. And then someone gets hit with a flying pie. Um, <laughs> I love to do that. Oh, AEW can't pull that off. Maybe Jericho. Jericho would just curve, yeah. But the rest of them, no. So does that mean we're going to have a, uh, whatever, some sort of in-ring segment, like a new Jericho, whatever, highlight reel or something? Probably. It would be nice. A, a new Jeratron? Jericho. What are we at now? Would this be like a Jeratron It'd be 6,000. 10,000? It'd be a 6,000. We left off at 5,000. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, MJF and Wardlow, they happen. Wardlow does not win the TNT title. MJF comes out, smashes Wardlow's head or pushes him to the post. Scorpio Sky retains. And then, you know, Wardlow for a brief second had MJF all to himself. And, uh, you know, the, the chairs happen. And, yeah, Dynamite doesn't ring to the head, baby. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the match between MJF and uh, Scorpio Sky. They ca- did obviously book themselves into a corner with the finish. So Scorpio Sky, I mean, he didn't really look that great, to be honest, because Wardlow was dominating for most of it. But um, they got out of it. You know, Wardlow loses uh, the powerbomb thing, the power, whatever it's symphony, Sym- symphony of destruction, whatever they're, they're calling it is over with the crowd. You know, they really do like the power bombs. Uh, big pop when MJF almost had the power bomb himself. Uh, so that's good. I mean, it, it did kind of suck that the crowd was chanting CM Punk and they didn't bring it. You know, he didn't come out. I wasn't aware he was even advertised and not going to be on the show. Uh, no Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti to make the save. It does. I mean, I, I do like how AEW usually they have baby faces work with each other, even if they're not like, you know, in a pairing or in a group together. So I, I didn't like that all that much, but. Um, kind of the overarching thing. It, they are onto something right now with uh, Wardlow and MJF. Double or nothing is going to be fantastic. Can't wait. Can't believe we're going. I do, I do wonder what they do with Scorpio Sky now because it seems like you know Wardlow is going to do his own thing with MJF. You know Sky, he's had a, a year long winning streak, but I don't think anyone really knew that because it was all on like dark and dark elevation. He had one match a month, bro. 
<laughs> he had one match a month. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, he's a heel. You know, he can face off like the low, the middle card guys. I mean, Darby kind of been there, done that, honestly. So do you go after Keith? I mean, if Keith, if this ends up being like the way Keith Lee gets a title, I mean, I guess I'm fine with that. Or call up a lot of the guys you have performing on Dark and Dark Elevation, a few of them, and have them feud with. I see Don, Dante Scorpio. Martin getting thrown in there for, for a quick second. <laughs> You know, Matt Seidel, whatever he's doing. Yeah. Tony Nice. Ray Phoenix when he comes back. Swerve. Pox. Oh, Swerve would be nice. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Give Ricky Starks a real title. Hey. The FTW is a championship. The FTW title is a real title. It's not recognized by the board, but it's still a real title. Yeah. How dare you? I'm I, I'm just saying. How you know? You? How dare you? <laughs> how you talk about stocks like that? No, Ricky saying. Stocks, the FTW stocks. champion. Ricky Stocks, you know. Buckle up! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Technique, technique with Taz. Yeah. And then when it's he sings, to buckle up. When he sings Ruby Soho's theme. Yes, that's that's something fun. Uh, so the former undisputed era defeats Jurassic Express and Hangman Adam Page. Oh, um, Kyle O'Reilly on uh, Jungle Boy, big deal. Kyle O'Reilly still has the undisputed era championship celebration in WWE 2K22. I did GMO with Charlie last night, and I made Kyle O'Reilly the WWE champion on my show, <laughs> and he came out throwing up the ue and and you know so i play gm mode why can't you have s- secondary titles uh, yeah that's that's stupid it's yeah i'm like bad. so i can only have a woman's title and a and a, and a heavyweight title mm-hmm. okay i got my ass kicked by nxt uk for like the whole time yeah i'm like i'm putting on great matches for some reason jimmy uso and edge just had this great rivalry you jimmy uso get- was the wwe champion it was just, it was weird bro you only get they, like they give you number one or number two based on the fans, like not how good the matches are. That's crazy. Then I should have been number one. <laughs> they loved my feud. They loved my feud. But if you if you had if you had a, a thousand less fans than the other brand, the other brand's always gonna be number one. That's crazy. That's stupid. I was making good money. Man, you know why I made so much money? I kept running in that gym. For like for like yeah. 10, 10 of the weeks, yeah. And then I finally went to a bigger arena. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. key. That's the key, man. Oh god! I was trying to tell Charlie, don't spend all your money on a uh, Thunderdome yet. <laughs> See, WWE games teach you teach you financial fi- financial freedom, guys. So you're telling me high school people, high school kids should just play WWE 2K if they want a nice economic lesson? Yes, bro. Like what you're learning in high school isn't really going to help you. Yeah, you don't need to know the quadratic equation. No, you don't. You don't. Oh. Letters and math isn't going to help you. I mean, reading and writing probably should help you, but uh, I mean, reading and writing, yes, absolutely. But I'm talking about like, like the 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 other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I wish I, know, like, you know, I wish I had like a tax course. Wish I had like a tax course in high school. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, do your taxes. Don't we don't want the IRS like, coming after you? Beethoven's not going to help me. 
You know what I'm saying? The Great Gatsby wasn't going to help me in life. Never did read The Great oh, Gatsby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just... Did you watch the movie? The movie's, the movie's fine. Uh, Mice and Men. To... I like Mice and Men. That's a good book. Back to wrestling. So, yeah, the, the, the six-man happened. I did happen. Uh, open, open the show. You know, good action, what you would expect. As I said, you know, Cole pinning Jungle Boy. Kind of, kind of a big deal because, you know, Jungle Boy. Well, I mean, I guess you would say Jungle Boy would be the, the pseudo guy to take the loss there because they don't want Luchasaurus to take a pin. So continuing this little feud with uh, Adam Cole and Hangman. I would assume this is a battle of the belts because don't they have a battle of the belts coming up in like a few weeks or a month or something? So maybe that's what they build. Yeah. And, um, and then after that, I don't know what they do with at double or nothing unless they do pull the trigger on a title change, which I don't know if they would do that. They should um, yeah. keep, keep me interested. Kenny Omega is still hanging that. around. Um, we did have the Young Bucks uh, and MJ or MJF uh, FTR have a little appearance teasing. They are heavily teasing Bret Hart possibly being the new manager for FTR. I don't know if that's the case or not, but uh, they're leaning into it. I heard Sam Roberts say that Bret Hart is the Babe Ruth of, of wrestling. Is this true? Uh, no. Who is? Uh, the Babe, if Babe Ruth, I would say, would be like Luthez or like Bruno. Like it's he's an older person, but still, still regarded as one of the all-time greats. And it's one of those questions. Like if you threw him into today's wrestling, how would he have done? Because it's such a different dynamic. Bret Hart, I would say he's more. Hmm. Mark McGuire. No, because even Mark McGuire wasn't considered like the best during his era. I was going to almost say Ken Griffey. Eh, oh, really? Next, that was my next one. <laughs> I was going to say Griffey. You know, he really good, super talented. Jason Giambi. Oh, really? I, I love like Jason. I feel like he was a better. Uh... Go on to the next thing. I'll try to think of one. <laughs> uh, Mox and Daniels. Or not, I don't even know why I'm saying. Yeah, so we're the you to get slapped by uh, William Regal. That's basically the whole segment. <laughs> Bret Hart is the Mike Schmidt of wrestling. Shout out Mike Schmidt. One of the best third basemen in history, but not exactly regarded as one of the best players ever. What was that? What was that? Uh, hey, what was that dude that used to play for the A's? Was it, was the last name was Chavez. No, his last name was Chavez. Eric Chavez. Yes. Uh, yeah, Eric Chavez, one of my favorite players of all time. One of the reasons I went number three all the time. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I was a big Eric Chavez fan back in the day. My little league team was the A's. I was a, I was a big fan. Big fan. Yep. I used to like that guy, too. I used to play it. Who's the Eric Chavez of wrestling? There we go. That's one. Um, the Eric Chavez of That's wrestling. One. I'm trying to, like, fit them into, like, the years they played. So, like, early 2000s. My mom said Seth Rollins is the Eric Chavez of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a little disrespectful to Seth Rollins, honestly, because I do. I mean, I love Eric Chavez, but he was, like, very heavily defensive. He had like a really great prime, but then he kind of fell off at right. the end. All right, I'm gonna throw this one out here because we're talking. You know, we did the Razor tribute. Who's the Scott Hall of baseball? There you go. The Scott That's- Hall of baseball. So Ooh, he'd be like really cool, but not exactly like the top tier guys. Yeah, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Ricky. Okay. All right. 
even though I love Ricky, Ricky, well, I would say Ricky's one of the best players of all time. But I don't think a lot of people would say that. I'm a little bias. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll see that. We'll see that. Has, um, it really been, has it really been 20 years since Rock and, uh, and, and Hogan? What do you mean? I've, I've just been seeing the clips floating around. People. Well, we did this day in wrestling 20 years ago today. WrestleMania 18. Someone doesn't listen. I listen, Philip. Thank okay. you. I pay attention. I'm just, yeah. All right. Um, last thing. Definitely ask about Troy Nerd if I don't listen to that. The Hardys, they, they Honestly, defeat I can't Private Party. Which, I, I, I can't remember which WrestleMania that was on anyway. So, you know. Wait, wait, what? I get 17 and 18 mixed up a lot, okay? How? Because wasn't it's 17. It's the X's. It's the X. That's why. X7. 17. Okay. Yeah. 17 was Rock and Austin. Yes. And then. 18, 18 was, was Rock and Hogan. And okay. And Jericho and Triple H. I get it. I get it. Jericho and Triple well, H. Wasn't the NWO there in... No. They weren't there in 17, right? No. Okay. It was 18. NWO only had a cup of coffee in 2002. Yeah. Shawn Michaels was a part of the NWO. Good yes. Shawn Michaels was part of the NWO. So was Booker for a night. <laughs> yes. The NWO trunks. Booker sold them on the, that, uh, <laughs> that treasure show. Traded them in. Oh, uh, the Hardys defeat Private Party. They did. Matt Hardy looked blown up. Man. Yeah, Matt, Matt Hardy ain't exactly looking like uh, the Hardy boys. Jeff Hardy still, I mean, he still looks like Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. Uh, as, as a thinning boy myself, Matt, the hair might need to go. Getting a little. Uh, I didn't notice that until yesterday. Yeah. I was like, yo, he's. his hair's always pulled back. Yes. He just needs to keep the ponytail, then it's good. Matt's never had, he's always had long hair, right? He's never had like a short hair. I mean, he's had like, look. he's cut it to like neck length, but like never nothing like short, short. You know what I mean? He never went full Jericho. Yeah. He's got that Shawn Michaels thing going. Which I was thinking, is this the long, longest hair Jericho's ever had since like Y2J? Like since his yeah. debut? Yeah, it's it is. Really long right now. It is. That's my friend, guys. I'm so proud of him. So proud of everything. This doing. is what you come to the bullet cast for. We talk about wrestlers hair. Talk about my hair. I was bald for a little bit. Not hair. Again. It's fantastic. Hey, what's the plug? Or the plugs. If you know no, people no, I, no pe- people are they're asking like, what did you do? I can't. I can't reveal my secrets like that. I mean, oh if you if you really if you're willing to pay, then I, then I'll let you know. I was like, yo, Philip. Philip was bald. Oh, yeah. See, that hey, was a different life. 2020 was a wild time. Okay. Like it's back into 2019 to 2020. I was I was a bald boy. Everyone's stressed out at that time. It's okay. Man, just I just uh, I couldn't go to a barber. I was like, oh, let's shave it. Let's shave it. Yep. All right. uh, Superstar spotlight. Razor Ramon. Anybody else? I'm gonna say Razor. I'm gonna say Scott Hall. Oh. Hey. All right. All right. Uh, Promo and match pick. Anything Razor Ramon. Anything Scott Hall. Whatever you feel like, whatever you feel like, guys, you know, do it for the bad guy, chicos. Hit the, you know, I mean, you saw the, you saw the video I posted, right? I did. I did. It, 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 right in the lens, though. That, 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 that's precision, baby. Hey, precision. hey, the Messiah don't miss. Yes, sir. Ooh. I'll let your boy, ladies. I'll let your boy. Hit my line, 281-330-8004. Yes, sir. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, this Sunday, if you guys can get out to San Jose, uh, Agua and Indy Handshake, they're doing a uh, wrestling show together. Stop, collaborate, and wrestle. 
You'll see a lot of your favorites. D Rogue, Midas Creed, World's Freshest Tag Team, NPR, Dark Sheik. I, I think, I think she, is she going to be on the show? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know uh, Dave Dutra and uh, Lisa Lace are going to take on Adriel Noctis and Sandra Moon. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff's happening at this show, man. So it's in San Jose. It's at some hall. Uh, follow Ugwa or Indie Handshake on all social media platforms to find out where it is and where you can buy tickets. I'll be there conducting some interviews. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much. Uh, stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. Once again, RIP to the bad guy. In my lifetime, I've learned Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Bullet cast for life. Every time we live in the side One you turn it on is just defining the mind If you feel it, our opinions is great When everything we moving now with the state Turn us on if the feeling is right uh, Every opinion now comes from the heart No time we move with a part We on the radio is wrestling Time's aggression Here is the feeling in the pool Get the lesson And if you want to prove it This has been the Bullet Cast Thank you for listening <laughs>